Blog Talk Radio. It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Well, good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to the national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana, and I am excited and thrilled that you have opted to join us live this Tuesday, May 9th, 2017. Well, welcome to a brand new week and a brand new broadcast for us. I trust you're having a phenomenal week thus far. Now, can you believe it? We are approaching mid-May. We are broadcasting here on the second Tuesday of May 2017. Now, of course, 2017 is here and very well underway. Do stay with us for the upcoming months for more original programming and balanced news talk. We have some unique and original programming aimed to keep you and every member of your household informed. Now, please remember that we offer quality and professional news talk in a very congested industry. Now, if this is your very first time tuning in, we certainly welcome you. And remember that you can listen to this episode again and again at your convenience. Just simply visit www.ltaradio.com. Again, visit ltaradio.com, and our podcast episodes allow you to tune in at your convenience. Now, did you know that Let's Talk America Radio continues to receive positive feedback from individuals out there because we continue to engage you with fair and balanced news talk, okay, that really resonates with every generation. There are certainly programs out there aimed to attract millennials and Generation Xers and some separate for baby boomers, but we believe when we provide educational material that everybody wins and you have to stay with us. Now, over the past four years, we have presented exclusive interviews on so many diverse topics with the leading experts and celebrity guests that are available. Now, we will continue to cover topics related to health, law, politics, education, business, finance, music, popular culture, and so much more. So you'll want to certainly stay with us in the upcoming months. Right now, I would ask that you please use the hashtag LTA Radio, the hashtag LTA Radio on your favorite social media site. It can be all caps or lowercase. It can be Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, famous Facebook. You name it, we want to hear from you. And we can connect with you when you use the hashtag LTA Radio. It allows us to find you, and we certainly follow back. Now, one other reason that you want to use the hashtag is because it allows your community, a family, friends, colleagues, and even your next-door neighbor to know that you are tuned in to quality news talk that engages and informs. It's Tuesday night, so let's get set for some engaging conversation. 
First off, did you know that drowsy driving is the cause of over 72,000 car accidents per year, according to the estimates of the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration? Now, this is just one of the many disturbing ways that sleep disorders affect our communities. A few weeks ago, during the week of April 23rd, the nation recognized Sleep Awareness Week. Dr. Cindy Cook, the president of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners, joins us tonight to highlight how sleep disorders can affect our families and also our communities. So you want to stay tuned in for this very timely interview. Also, well-known registered nurse and health expert, Linda Siampa, has been helping families stay healthy for over a decade now. She joins us here on Let's Talk America Radio tonight to share her best tips for preparing your medicine cabinet. Very timely and a very informative interview. Please stay with us. Also, asthma is a chronic disease that affects more than 6.3 million kids under the age of 18 years old here in the U.S. Now, despite currently available maintenance treatments, the CDC reports that over 38% of children with asthma in this nation, not to mention the 50% of adults, remain symptomatic despite maintenance treatment. Well, tonight we welcome the one and only Dr. Warner W. Carr. He's an allergy and asthma expert, and he joins us tonight to discuss why the FDA decided to expand the age range for an asthma treatment. Stay with us, especially if you have a child or grandchild or niece or nephew that has asthma. Also, did you know that a lot of children don't know how much money means? A new Junior Achievement Jackson survey of 7- to 10-year-olds and their parents shows that nearly one-third of the children think money comes from winning the lottery or that it simply grows on trees. Now, here's a most sobering statistic. 41% of the kids feel bored, confused, and scared when adults talk about money. Uh-oh. Well, this past April, we recognized Financial Literacy Month. We caught up with Jack Kowalski, President and CEO of Junior Achievement, a few weeks ago to discuss why it's important to start financial education early with your kids. Listen in and please invite uh, the kids in your life to tune in as well. Well, lastly, hopefully I don't have to remind you that this upcoming Sunday is Mother's Day. Thinking of sending your matriarch some beautiful flowers? Well, just in time for the very special occasion, we welcome in Andrea Anso, she is a lead floor designer for FTD. Many of you know that name, of course. She shares some secrets to selecting and maintaining some fresh flowers. So just in time for this special weekend, honoring your mother, stepmother, your aunt, or any woman in your life that has certainly made an impact. Well, everyone, we are set to get the show going. Please remember that we have our signature in the news airing in mere seconds, and this is where we highlight the trending news stories of today, and it's been a very busy day. Of course, we offer timely news, great talk, and phenomenal music. And tonight, I'm so excited to present the music of the one and only Atlanta-based vocalist, Basel Belcher. So, hey, get ready, message, text, go to Facebook, go to Twitter in the inbox, and let your family and friends know that Let's Talk America Radio is set to get rolling for this Tuesday night. Information matters. Let's go. Hi, this is College Senior at the College of Worcester, Brenda Core, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio with Shana Thornton. I'm not a survivor just because I lived through the attempted murder on my life. I'm a survivor because in spite of the attempted murder, I never gave up. This is Sherry Graves, author, inspirational speaker, and CEO of Beyond Your Scars. I'm very excited to partner with Shana Thornton, host of Let's Talk America. For 25 years, I've lived with 
second and third degree burn scars covering 30% of my body and a house fire that was set to kill me. Now, that flame continues to burn as my living testimony. I invite you, I challenge you to join my Embrace Your Scars and Redefine Your Beauty Experience campaign. I really need your help to spread the word that there is beauty in the deepest places of our scars. My mission is to set a new trend that will spread throughout the world. Connect with me on my website, www.sherrygraves.com, where you can also purchase my tell-all book, A Fire Within, Someone Set a Fire and Left Me Forget, inspired by my true life story. And stay tuned for the debut of my Beyond Your Scars YouTube channel and blog. As a licensed clinical social worker, I offer personal development keys at my seminars, keys that help transform how I feel about myself. Now, I'm sharing these same keys to empower you to feel better about yourself. As a survivor of sexual assault, domestic violence, and attempted murder, I represent women and men all around the world. If you are looking for a speaker, someone who not only works in my professional career with survivors of abuse, but because of my own personal experiences with these same victimizations, my passion is to share love, hugs, and education in support of your organization. Email me at s and the number one, grave, at msn.com to join my campaign. And simply say, Shelly, I want to be a part of keeping the flame burning. Thank you, God, for healing my deepest wounds, transforming them, and redefining what true inner beauty is to me. Now, I feel you to embrace your scars. I'm Sherry Grace. Love you. As always, stay blessed. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton Radio Show. We are on live this Tuesday night. It is May 9th, 2017. I would like to, as always, acknowledge our national sponsors and partners. Your support is priceless. If you're ever interested in having more information about partnering or advertising with this program, simply shoot us a quick email at admin at ltaradio.com. Shoot us a quick email at a D-M-I-N at LTARadio.com. And of course, I'd be remiss if I did not acknowledge our weekly listeners. Thank you for all of those individuals who tune in live on Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, but also for those who go back and listen to the replay podcast episodes. If you can't listen to the entire program, maybe you're in the midst of watching your kids on the soccer field or baseball field, or you're commuting right now in Dallas, Texas, no worries. You can always go back and listen to the episodes, perhaps one interview, two or three interviews, or the entire show, whatever you want to listen to. We make it very easy. Now, I'll tell you this. If you have an Apple device, simply go to iTunes and look us up there. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show. We're out there on iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud. We're on TuneIn. You name it, we're there. And, of course, you can find every episode on Blog Talk Radio or simply go to LTARadio.com, one-stop shop. We keep it simple. 
Well, everyone, it is now time for our signature in the news. And this is where we highlight the top trending news of the day. And it's been one busy day. A quick housekeeping note, Let's Talk America Radio has partnered with SCB TV Channel 182 News out of Georgia. And there we highlight the televised edition of In the News. Now, if you're thinking you are out of Charlotte, North Carolina, you don't live in Georgia to catch it on the cable network, no worries. Of course, you can find everything online these days. Again, go to ltaradio.com and simply click on our Vimeo link. And there you can watch the televised edition of In the News. Remember, every edition of In the News aims to give you the news the straight way, okay? We don't offer our opinion. We simply give you the facts and allow you to come up with your opinion. We happen to believe that you're savvy enough to do that. Let's kick it off in the news for May 9th, 2017. New leadership in France. Over the weekend, Emmanuel Macron was elected president of France, making him the nation's youngest president at just 39 years old. The former investment banker and economy minister defeated anti-immigration nationalist Marine Le Pen in the presidential runoff. Now, France's new president has promised to break with decades of French political tradition and lead neither from the left nor right politically. Macron has never held elected office. In the news, deadly Chicago accident. Now, four individuals were killed early Sunday morning after a deadly road crash. A Chicago Transit Authority bus and a car collided on the city's west side around 6 a.m. According to reports, the sedan was traveling at a high speed and struck a parked car just before colliding with the bus, which was traveling in the opposite direction. The driver and three female passengers in the car were killed in the crash. Now, police have stated that alcohol was found in the vehicle. Now, four passengers on the bus and the bus driver suffered non-life-threatening injuries and were transported to area hospitals. And finally, in the news, sanctuary cities banned in Texas. Texas Governor Greg Abbott appeared on Facebook Live this past Sunday to sign a new law targeting sanctuary cities for immigrants. The new law allows police officers to ask about a person's immigration status and threatens police officers with jail if they don't cooperate with federal authorities. The measure has been met with opposition, including those in law enforcement leadership in the state of Texas. Now, those in support of the law say it is needed to ensure that local jails honor requests from federal officials to keep dangerous offenders behind bars. Those against the measure packed the Texas Capitol last week in protest. Thousands did watch the signing of the new law by Governor Abbott on Facebook Live. Now, what are your thoughts about any of these trending news stories? The best way to reach out is on Twitter. Our handle on Twitter is S.S. Thornton. The handle on Twitter is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. And I will tell you this, if you like to stay informed and engaged or you consider yourself a news junkie, you certainly want to join us on Twitter, okay? We share breaking news stories 24 hours a day. You're going to love it. We'll be back on in mere minutes, well, actually seconds, excuse me, because we're going to be highlighting our inspirational and motivational statement for tonight, and then in less than five minutes, I'm so excited to bring Dr. Cindy Cook on. She's going to talk about sleeping disorders. Have you been suspicious that you aren't getting proper rest, that you stay up all night, that maybe you have some anxiety, whatever the reason? We want to highlight the sleeping deprivation going on in this nation. It's more than a joking matter because often it allows you you not to be the best you can be on the roads or functioning during the day. We talk sleep in mere minutes. Stay with us. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show, where we offer news, talk, and music. I'm LaAngela from the Atlanta metro area, and I listen to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. My name is Shana. I'm four years old, and I listen to Let's Talk America. 
Welcome back, everyone. It is now time for our Inspirational Corner, where we highlight the motivational statement intended to get you through your week. And I'm sure you have a busy week. Maybe it's a calming, relaxing week, but who doesn't like to have something with them that helps them along the way? And tonight's statement comes from the one and only Ralph Waldo Emerson, who once said, we aim above the mark to hit the mark. Again, the one and only Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, we aim above the mark to hit the mark. And clearly, the statement speaks for itself. Hey, which for the stars? And if you happen not to get the stars, where well, you're in the sky anyway. And how important it is. We often tell our children to aspire to be as great as you can be, but sometimes we forget to promote or encourage ourselves, okay? If you're waiting for that business to start, that nonprofit, that book, maybe you're looking to go back to school to get your high school diploma or an associate's or a bachelor's or even a master's or doctorate, go ahead and do it now. Reach high, okay? And any achievement deserves celebration. You've got one life. Make it phenomenal. Well, everyone, in a mere second, we're going to be speaking with Dr. Cindy Cook. She's president of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners, and she wants to make you phenomenal, and she believes that sleep is very important for you to be the best you can be. Now, we've had experts come on this show that said the three pillars of health It remains to be diet, exercise, and sleep. Do not forget sleep, okay? We're going to put the spotlight on sleep. Some of you are cringing right now because maybe you don't sleep well enough. She's going to break it all down. Remember, you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. We offer news, talk, and music. This is Atlanta-based gospel singer Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix.com slash gospel singer. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here in the program, we put the spotlight on those issues that concern you. And you should know that uh, drowsy driving is the cause of over 72,000, over 72,000, I want to say that again, car accidents per year, according to the estimates of the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Now, this is just one of the many ways that sleep disorders affect our community. Well, I'm so excited right now to have the one and only Dr. Cindy She is the president of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners on with us, and she wants to highlight how sleep disorders affect our communities as we recognize Sleep Awareness Week, which is coming up April 23rd through the 29th. Welcome, Dr. Cook, to the program. Thank you so much for having me. I do appreciate it. What an honor to have you on. Now, let's talk about it. Many of us say sleep, sleep, sleep. We need it, but we can't just get enough of it. In fact, I mean, let's go on the other spectrum. There's some new information out, even connecting good sleeping to actually helping lose weight and stay healthy. But you know what many people listening in right now are going to say to you, Dr. Cook, hey, but you tell me how can I get it, and maybe we can be healthier all the way around. Well, that's true, actually, um Good sleep is, is actually a very big key to, to good health. Uh, it, it is um, probably as important as healthy eating habits and healthy uh, and regular exercise okay. to overall health, yes. Wow. So but when we realize, okay, you're saying we need it for the physical health of it, but you're also yes. saying that it can be more dangerous than we're thinking when we're th- talking about drowsy driving, right? Um, drowsy driving is definitely a big challenge in our nation um, because we 
you know, we you you were quoting um, some statistics before, but uh, you know, it's not just the accidents that are happening, but the fatalities and the injuries that um, are annually happening in the United States. Um, so it, you know, it's it's and it affects so much of our nation, not just in driving, but uh, in in everything that we do. Um, and there's so many people that are sleep deprived. I mean, let, let, you can think about new parents who have little babies in their home yes. and and they're. they're they're not sleeping there. <laughs> with consistent hours. Yes, me too. So, um, you know, it it can be just as insinuous as that. Um, and, and staying up too late or getting up too early repeatedly, and it's just so important. Um, because people don't realize that even adults need seven to eight hours of sleep a night. Wow. Um, and, and preschool and school-age children, anywhere from nine to 13 hours a night. And, you know, as probably one or one out of three and not probably one out of three um, people do not get enough sleep each night. And so there is such a thing as a sleep debt where you actually um, like, like if you miss 20 or 30 minutes of sleep one night, then you need, need to make that up um, the next night, not just wait till the weekend. Um, It's not, that's not the best way to do it. Um, I, you know, I always recommend to patients and, and to my family and friends, you know, figure out what time you need to get up and then back up from there and, and do that. And it's so important to set a regular schedule to actually have a bedtime routine and, and actually kind of wind that down. And one thing that we see in our nation now, too, with electronics is um, we, we see folks who get in bed and and um, watch TV or, you know, their phone to their tablets. And and that blue light actually can um, hinder that ability to fall asleep and stay asleep. So really it's important to reduce that blue light exposure at night um, and and to actually put those devices away. And to actually, you know, it's just like when you're trying to train a child to go to bed at night. We also probably need to retrain ourselves to do that as well. It's it's important to have that regular bedtime routine. How important for it. Now, you're speaking our language. You're talking about being sleep-deprived, and I've been there as mm-hmm. a new parent. Thankfully, I didn't drive when I was doing that. <laughs> um, but I know there are people out there saying she's right. I mean, maybe they had a parent in the hospital, and they, they're trying to catch up on sleep. Does that qualify as a sleep disorder? What exactly is a sleep disorder when we talk about that? Well, you can also have insomnia can be a sleep disorder, and there are people who do suffer from chronic insomnia, and so that can be classified as a sleep disorder. But also, you hear a lot of these days about sleep apnea, yeah. um, to and there are a lot of people in in the nation who have sleep apnea, and so that would be a, a definite sleep disorder as well. And those people may not have trouble going to sleep, but they're not having restorative sleep because they don't get down into the what we call REM sleep, the deeper um, stages of sleep, in order to really get the rest that our bodies and okay. um, minds need. Wow. And now I know National Sleep Awareness Week is coming up. What are the goals it is. Well, always with with a any kind of identified week or anything, it's to raise awareness. Okay. Um, um, with with everybody, because you know, yes, it's things that we've heard of, but really to raise awareness to the level that we really understand what quality sleep is, and that it's a really a, a basic and a crucial element to overall health. 
Um, but I would also say that stress plays a big role in affecting sleep as well. And when we're stressed, we don't tend to sleep as well. We have a challenge okay. falling asleep or staying asleep. And, and so, the, you know, trying to – it's, it's real simple to just say, okay, reduce the stress in your life. But sometimes that's a real big challenge. Yeah. Um, and there are ways that, that people can do that. Sometimes you act, we, over, we tend to overcommit. Um, wow. yeah. and, and, and have too much on our plate, which is stressful and takes up so many hours of the day that we don't get in the sleep that we need. <clears throat> but also, you know, if, uh, one of the things that oftentimes if we're overcommitted or really, really super busy that goes by the wayside is exercise. That's right. And, yes. And exercise is a great stress reliever. So it, you know, it can be a vicious cycle. You're, you're very busy, so you don't exercise, so you're, stress, you're not handling your stress as well. Okay. So it's really important for us to, to really work on all of these healthy habits, including sleep, to do that. And, you know, for people whose part, you know, if, if their partner is snoring really loudly or they, you see area, you know, times of, during the night that they are actually not breathing well. Oh, wow. Um, um, because that's what apnea is, is a, is a stopping of breathing. It may be 20 seconds or 30 seconds, but it's, um, and then they kind of make a loud noise and they breathe again. That's, you know, a sign of sleep apnea that okay. people need to be evaluated for that because there are several ways that you can treat sleep apnea and get that restorative sleep. I've had so many patients who, after they got treated for their sleep apnea, whether it's with CPAP or some people can okay. do surgery or nasal appliances or yeah. something like that, that they, re- they feel so much better and have more energy and they're really much more productive. Bold Favorite Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine highlighting bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Feature your business to our email list of 250,000 people all over the globe and on our engaged social media platforms. Bold Favor prides itself on pairing your business with empowering articles and profiles to ensure you are seen and appreciated by people who want to support you. And bonus, advertise with us to feature your product on television programs produced by our parent company at no additional cost. Visit BoldFavorMagazine.com or call 866-611-3753 to get started today. The future favors the bold. Be fearless. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Now, you know, here on the program, each and every week, we put the spotlight on the issues and topics that concern you. And what matters more than, hey, your health and what's going on in your household? Well, you stock your kitchen's pantry shelves with quality food, right? Well, why would you skimp out on the shelves in your bathroom cabinet? Now, with cold and flu season right now, it's a great time to purge the medicine cabinet. Now, many of us know about that. We have lots of expired drugs sitting there, some prescription and some not. Now, better to shop and prepare now than scramble through when you're actually sick and you don't have the energy to do it. Clean out clutter, get rid of anything that's expired or you aren't using, and stock up on those staples you need. Well, I'm no expert at this, but I'm so honored right now to have well-known registered nurse and health expert Linda Champa on, and she's been helping families throughout the world stay healthy for over a decade. Linda, welcome to Let's Talk America Radio. Oh, thanks for having me. 
Thanks for being on. Now, you know if it's like most people, not only is the kitchen pantry, um, but also the the bathroom cabinet is really overstocked with half of the things we don't need. But we can say that about our clothing closet as well. (laughs) But how can we decipher what to keep and what to toss out in the medicine cabinet? Well, you know, like you said, I think it's a great time right now. It's cold and flu season, and and things are it's in full swing. So I think it's a great time to go through, check for anything that's expired or just doesn't look right, and that's what you want to get rid of. um, Because when medications expire, they can lose their potency, and some can actually be harmful. So you want to clean that out. But you don't want to just throw them down the drain. You know, you want to check with your town or your city for the local rules and regulations on how to dispose of them properly. Now, Linda, great information, great advice. Now, there's someone listening in right now from Austin, Texas, and they're saying, mm-hmm. well, I hear you, but I had surgery about three years ago. The doctor actually uh, prescribed maybe uh, 800 milligrams ibuprofen, and, mm-hmm. yeah, it's expired, but I'm just <laughs> keeping them just in case they go through some pain again. What right. would be your advice to someone that's thinking like that? Because, well, Linda, you know there are lots of people that think that. Right. Well, the manufacturer puts that um, expiration date on the bottle for a reason because the, the potency after that is not guaranteed. And, Shannon, I think the worst thing to do is wake up in the middle of the night and have nothing to treat symptoms and you need it. Okay. So, for example, if you wake up in the middle of the night with a cough, due to the common cold. <laughs> you want to make sure that your Vicks VapoRub is, is in, in date so that it's effective. You know, um, doctors, pharmacists, pediatricians recommend this cough rub, and consumers have been counting on it for more than 100 years. And okay. I was really glad that, that mine was in date when I needed it last week because my son woke up with a hacking cough, put oh, no. it on his chest, it was soothing, it helped him go back to sleep. So that's why I think it's important to pay, to pay attention to expiration dates. You want things on hand that are effective. Yes, and that makes sense. Um, Now, for those that may not have expired, but uh, say it's something that's liquid and it looks like everything has concentrated or dropped to the bottom, is that safe or should we just be shaking it up? Well, again, if it's expired or it doesn't look right or it's changed colors, definitely don't just shake it and close your eyes and take it. Get rid of it and restock. You know, because there are some, you know, you don't need a whole bunch of stuff, Shannon. I just wanted, there's some staples. For example, for aches, pains, muscle soreness, ibuprofen or naproxen is good. Those are anti-inflammatories. Those work. Um, If you have a fever, acetaminophen is good to have on hand. If you have an upset stomach, I mean, this time of year, a lot of people are getting together for football, and so there's comfort foods around. Around yeah. a lot, and so people might be showing up with upset stomachs. You want to make sure that your bottle of Pepto Bismol is in date. This medicine cabinet essential provides soothing relief for a whole bunch of things nobody likes to talk about, but we need to talk about them. So heartburn, indigestion, nausea, upset stomach, diarrhea, great for that. You can also keep the little tablets on hand so you can treat your stomach issues um, as they come up on the go. We are spotlighting that medicine cabinet, often mm-hmm. overflowing, with the one and only Linda Campa. She's an award-winning journalist and also a registered nurse. She um, has a specialty in pediatrics, maternity, and surgery. I want to touch on pediatrics right now because sure. often we have the toddlers or those kids who are a little older than toddler age who may mm-hmm. wake up in the middle of the night, not with a hacking cough necessarily like your son, but say a fever. And mm-hmm. we'll say, well, I don't have necessarily the children's Tylenol, the ibuprofen mm-hmm. on hand, but I have the adult. Tylenol. Any advice for parents on how we should be very careful about age restrictions and medicine? 
Really careful, really careful. I actually do, um, I've been doing labor and delivery postpartum a lot lately, and wow. we always tell our patients, you need to talk to the pediatrician before you give any over-the-counter medication to your child. It's really okay. important. You don't want to use the adult strength on a child um, without talking to your pediatrician first, because you can get yourself into trouble. And you know, it, 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 it's, it's fine to do a few comfort measures and use some over-the-counter medications of the appropriate ages for a few days, Shannon, but if okay. things are getting worse or just not improving, you really do need to call the doctor. So I wanted to tell you about a great website and app yes. that can help you be prepared for that okay. visit. It's called MediPortal, and it's a new secure patient portal that allows you to pull all of your medical and fitness data, and you can pull your children's information into this as well. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's an easy to navigate. You can pull all of this into a, one portal that's easy to navigate. So you can access your medical records. You can track your fitness with wearable technology and really view wow. a complete picture of your health. So if you're wearing a device that's tracking, say, your, your blood glucose or your blood sugar, yes. or if you're, you're tracking your heart rate or your fitness, all of this okay. gets pulled into that site. And so you, so you can go to it anytime. You can share it with your doctor. You can put your children's information in there, share it with their pediatrician. I think it's a great idea because it pulls everything into one spot. It's safe and um, secure. And then you can present a complete picture to whatever specialist you're seeing for, for whatever um, symptom you might have or, or, or um, problem you might be having. Wow, and it's one-stop shop. I know uh, exactly. you just spoke about the organization and easy access to it, which everything is digital and online, so that makes sense. I want to uh, right now talk about organizations before you leave us in terms of if someone right now, there's a baby boomer perhaps, and they take three to four antihypertensives a day, Linda, uh, okay. is it still best to do the, uh, the boxes, you know, the little pill boxes? Is that still effective from your opinion? Oh, keeping sort of things with pillboxes, yeah, yes. of course. Um, so it keeps it organized and you know when to take it and take your meds on time. It, it is important to follow your doctor's advice. And, you know, what I wanted to tell you with Shannon, as you're thinking about cleaning out your uh, medicine cabinet and restocking, I wanted to share yes. you with the, share you this great website and app I just found. I started using. I'm loving it. It's called Boxed. I don't know if you've uh -huh. heard about it. But it's, no. um, it's like an online Costco, and um, it, there's no membership fees, though, and there's free two-day delivery on, on most orders. So you can stock okay. up on all your essentials without leaving your house. And the easy-to-use app is, is perfect for the bigger items like the paper towels, soap, um, bathroom tissue, that sort of thing. I just used it last week, and I have to tell okay. you, the prices are great. Everything's delivered right to your door. So if you, if you don't have a car, you can't get out, um, yes. I think it's a, great, it's a great site to know about. Wow, any potential options to save us money and time. Yeah. We're all about that. Uh, before exactly. you leave us, I know you opened yeah. up talking about expired drugs, um, mm -hmm. and I know we touched on kids some, but also how critical is it that we keep all medicines out of the reach of kids? Yeah, that's a good point because a lot of us keep our medicine cabinets obviously in the bathroom, right? Yes. But you don't want to put your medicines in the bathroom because it's usually warm and wet in there, okay. and medications can degrade in that type of environment. So it's a better idea to look for a cool, uh, secure location. So what I like to tell people is, and I do this myself, put everything in a shoebox and then put oh, wow. it up high in a closet that you can lock because you don't want your kids getting into medications. And then if you do wake up in the middle of the night, um, you can easily reach for this and then, like I said, just have those simple um, essentials that we're probably going to need on hand. You can also keep some comfort measures in there. I really like a saline rinse um, if you have a nasal congestion or, or a, um, a saline spray because this helps relieve congestion. A humidifier is a good thing to have on hand, if you ha especially for kids. It helps them sleep better. Uh, there's really something to chicken noodle soup. You know, you okay. want to get enough sleep and hydration when you're sick because you need to give your Absolutely. body 
um, and your, support your immune system so that you can fight these viruses off because you really can't cure any of these viruses, right? You can okay. only treat the symptoms. So you want to um, give yourself that every opportunity to fight these things off. Some great medical advice. Linda, you talked about a lot in the last few minutes, but is there mm-hmm. uh, a website you'd like to advise us lastly to go to, to maybe that covers everything you discussed today? Sure, sure. There's a great website. It's called betterstuffforlife.com. If you go there, you can see everything that we talked about um, and more information as well. Linda, thank you for trying to keep us as healthy as possible. Thank you. Have a great one. You too. Hi, this is Leslie. I'm really enjoying the show. Let's Talk America keeps you in the know. Hi, my name is Tina Herrero, and I just love listening to Shana Thornton on Let's Talk America. It's wonderful. Please keep it going, Shana. Hi, I'm Yolanda, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Let's keep it going. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here in the program, we put the spotlight on those issues that concern you and what matters more than your health or the health of your children. And as many of you know, asthma is a chronic disease that affects more than 6.3 million children. That's a big shocker and a huge number, over 6 million children under the age of 18 here in the U.S. Now, despite currently available maintenance treatments, the CDC reports that over 38% of children with asthma in this nation do not uh, remain getting symptom-free. They remain with many, many symptoms. There's so much to this that can be complex. I'm no expert, but very excited right now to welcome in the one and only Dr. Warner Carr on with us. Dr. Carr, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you, Shana. It's really my pleasure to be here with you tonight. Very honored to have you on. Now, uh, first, let's get to it. it it's over 6 million kids living in this nation with asthma. That's what's been diagnosed. I can't imagine how many have not been diagnosed yet. Why is asthma uh, such a huge problem here in the U.S.? Shana, can you imagine that? 6 million kids. And, yes, it is a huge problem, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. Asthma is on the rise. The number of kids, and adults for that matter, that are developing asthma is on the rise. Not only in the U.S., but all of Western civilization is on the rise. And the big problem here with asthma is control. Okay, these kids, uh, 30, 40% of them don't have adequate control. So they're coughing, they're wheezing. Some of them end up in the hospital. Realize 10 people a day in the U.S. die from asthma. So 10 people today, 10 people tomorrow, 10 people yesterday. That is a huge burden of disease that we really need to address. Oh, that is huge and, and certainly problematic. I, for you, obviously, you're an expert, an allergy, asthma expert. For those listening in that may be educators or they work in IT, explain what exactly is asthma and what does it do to the human body in particular or children? Absolutely. That's very important to understand what asthma is and what asthma is actually doing to the body. And here's why it's important. First, symptoms, the coughing, the wheezing, and the shortness of breath, symptoms may not always be present when you have active asthma. It's important to understand you have asthma all the time. You just don't necessarily have asthma symptoms all the time. And what happens in the body with asthma, basically two things are going on. Number one, you're going to get changes in your airflow and your air capacity. That's what's causing the wheezing, and that's what's causing the shortness of breath. The second thing that can happen in the body with asthma is that you get a specific type of asthma inflammation or allergic inflammation. It's kind of like having a mild burn in the lungs. And with that, chronically left untreated, 
it can cause scar tissue to form in the lungs or what we like to call remodeling, remodeling of the lungs. So the kids, their lungs won't grow and develop normally and they're going to not achieve their maximum airflow and air capacity as they grow and develop if we don't control it. So you certainly make a strong argument for getting asthma treated and seeing an expert. You said something I want to harp on. You said that asthma is always there, but it may not be necessarily showing signs. Is that why I've heard uh, some physicians correct people when they say, well, he had asthma as a child, but he's grown out of it. Is there such thing as growing out of asthma, or no, you can't? Well, asthma is a syndrome. Asthma is a syndrome, and there's different types of asthma. So in those children that are under the age of three and they have no allergy, they are the group of people that have the possibility of, quote-unquote, outgrowing their asthma. That's a small percentage of people. That's a small percentage. So most people don't outgrow asthma. They outgrow their pediatrician, and eventually they come to see me. I see. So let's focus on solutions. There has been a new FDA approval of a drug that I know that you're very excited about and seeing it as having options for some of your patients. Yes. Uh, Look, Shana, this is a a great opportunity for our patients and for us doctors that are managing patients that have asthma. We're getting more and more things in our tool chest, and I'm really, I I am very excited uh, to have Spiriva Respimat available. Um, This is something that we can use as add-on therapy to help relieve some of the burden that is out there. It can can improve patients' airflow and air capacity, and you're absolutely right. Two inhalations, once a day, now approved, all the way down to age six years of age and older. It's a great addition. Oh, wow. And so I'm imagining this is something that may possibly be added to another regimen of medication, or can some patients just solely use it alone? Uh, you're absolutely right in thinking that this is add-on therapy. When we did the studies uh, for this, and my site was just one of numerous sites across the United States to do these studies, so I don't get to take all the credit. Um, but when we did the studies, this was added on to background inhaler therapy. So patients will have some form of inhaler that they're taking on a regularly scheduled basis, a daily inhaler, and they still don't have adequate control of their symptoms. And so we add this on, and in the studies that were conducted, we, were, we showed that it was not only effective, but most importantly for our children, it was shown to be safe in that age group as well. I see, and that's so important that you have the studies done in uh, that age group because we know uh, there's so much medication that's being uh, marketed on television, but it seems to be for adults. But here is something that, as you said, is safe for our children to use. Uh, let's talk about the upside of it. So here's this new medication, a new option that may or may not be great for some patient listening out there. They'll see their uh, allergy and asthma experts such as yourself wherever they are if they happen to be in Columbia, South Carolina. And then they'll figure it out. But managing asthma more, I'm I'm only imagining that would allow that kid to be able to participate in other activities that other kids do, right? Absolutely. I I tell you what, this is is really important, Shane. If we could just do a quick little exercise here. Take a deep breath, if you will. Take a deep breath. Now hold it. Hold it. Hold it way up here. Keep it up there. And now try to breathe up here, up at the top. Don't let the air out. Now imagine you're a kid trying to run after a soccer ball or run up the stairs or run the mile at P.E. That's what these kids that have asthma are feeling like. By using a medicine like Spiriva, 
to open up that airway, improve that airflow and air capacity, it helps get their asthma symptoms under control so they can get out there and play soccer, play basketball, play football, or hey, let's say they want to go to the dance studio and do dance or play the trumpet. We can get this disease under control so the disease is not controlling our children. Wow, and that's so important. Uh, For someone sitting in San Jose, California, and they're saying, well, it sounds like a great option. Uh, Maybe they've been told the child is asthmatic. Maybe another doctor said there was not. What are the symptoms, and then what's the next step for this patient or potential patient, Dr. Carr? Yeah, the most important thing is if there's a question about the diagnosis, Okay, not all coughing, wheezing, and shortness of breath. Those are common symptoms of asthma. But not all coughing, wheezing, and shortness of breath is asthma. So if there's a question about the diagnosis, it is imperative that you see an asthma specialist and get the right diagnosis so we know what we're dealing with. And then if, if you or your child is not adequately controlled, like I said before, this is a syndrome. There's numerous different things that, that we can do, and Spiriva is just one of many things, but it's nice to have that in our tool chest now that we can add on to therapy to get them under control. So the next step, listener out there, the next step, is to go see your asthma specialist and find out the right diagnosis and then then work with them to get the right treatment. Yes, and for anyone that doesn't want to hear another diagnosis for their child or for themselves, like you did point out, it may not be asthma, but if so, I can only think, Dr. Carr, how wonderful it would be to finally figure out what's wrong and possibly get on the road to treating it. Absolutely. I I can't say how important that is. Uh, almost every single day, especially now during allergy season here in Southern California, I see people coming in with cough. And, and quite commonly, they may just have some allergies and they got some posterior nasal drip. I clear up that posterior nasal drip with some allergy medicines and the cough goes away. That prevents that patient from having to be on asthma medicines inappropriately. So please, Get the right diagnosis, know what you're dealing with, and then we can talk about what would be the most appropriate medicines to use. I love that. The right diagnosis, seeing the right uh, physician, and it's such a friendly reminder for everybody of all generations to make sure you're getting your checkups, and if there's a problem, seek medical attention. That is awesome news, Dr. Carr. Where can our national and international listeners go for more information about everything you spoke about tonight? Absolutely. Look, for those of you out there that want to learn more about what we've talked about, in particular, if you want to learn more about this medication, Spireva Respimat, go to Spireva.com, and on there you can learn a whole bunch of information about how Spireva can be used for asthma. And can you spell Spireva out for our listeners that may not be great spellers? (laughs) Yes, so Spireva. Other people call it Spireva, but I call it Spireva. I guess that's from where I'm from. S P as in Paul, I-R-I-V-A, Spiriva. And it's the Spiriva Respimat. That's the special device that delivers this medication. And the dose for asthma is 1.25 micrograms, two inhalations, once a day. So go to Spiriva.com, and you can see all of the information that we've discussed tonight on that website. Awesome news, and hey, it's already available, right? It's already good to go, and if someone's interested, it's available for them. Yes, ma'am. Spiriva Respimat has been available now for quite some time, and the most recent addition is in the pediatric indication down to age six years of age and older. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Carr, here on Let's Talk America Radio. Keep us all informed. 
Have a great night. You're listening to the Left Like a Bell Radio. Stay tuned, Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those issues that concern you. And did you know that a lot of children don't know much about money? That's right, they don't. A new junior achievement, Jackson survey, of 7- to 10-year-olds and their parents show that nearly one-third of the children think money comes from winning the lottery or it grows on trees. Uh Uh-oh. And here's a more sobering statistic. 41% of the kids feel bored, confused, and even frightened when parents bring up the concept of money. This is huge, huge issues right here. We've got to put our focus on that. Now, I'm no expert, but I'm very pleased right now to bring on the one and only Jack Kozakowski. He is the president and CEO of Junior Achievement. Jack, welcome to the program. Uh, thank you, Shannon. Great to be with you. Okay, excited to have you on, but mentioning those highlights Jack, I'm a little concerned, right? I mean, all the parents out there were cringing like, wait a minute. They believe that wealth comes from winning the lottery? Explain. Well, Shana, it's, it's probably no surprise to any parents that uh, teaching kids about money is, is not one of their favorite things. But there is good news in all of this. And, uh, you know, April is National Financial Literacy Month. Yes. So Junior Achievement and the Jackson Charitable Foundation wanted to ensure that our kids have promising futures. So we conducted this financial literacy survey, uh, and I think some of the key results are that most kids have an awareness about and an interest in money okay. at a really young age. Uh, the challenge, as you pointed out, is that uh, while parents are talking to kids, uh, parents are turning them off in many cases uh, when they have those conversations. And uh, it's understandable, again, as a parent myself, that yes. there are so many young people that, you know, they see parent, their parents deal with money, but okay. they don't know a lot of the details in sharing budgeting, things like that. Absolutely. And I will say this in defense of the parents on our side, that I think there's a lot of information that comes at all of us, and especially our youth, Jack Wright. And a lot of times they want it quick. They want it very immediate, just as digital and social media. And really, I believe when you're having a conversation about wealth or even finances, it's not necessarily quick because I can think back some of the best lessons came over time, right? Well, it does come over time, and uh, we've all learned uh, sort of the hard way. And I think one of the problems is that we as parents, adults in general, have had so many experiences that when we have conversations with kids, we, we make them more complex than okay. they need to be. I mean, there's, there's really only five basic things that you need to share with kids. Yes. Okay. And what are those five things? Well, it's, uh, glad you asked. Yeah. Number one, and when you talk about financial literacy, a lot of times people forget about this, but we have to teach kids how to make money. You know, have them career ready or work ready, Um, you know, because as as you pointed out, money does not grow on trees. So we've got to teach kids to earn money. You know, the number two item is something we all learned very early as we were managing money, and that is that you can't spend more than you earn, which gets into budgeting. And the, the fact that teaching kids that you need to create a budget, you need to know where your money is coming from and where you're going to spend it. Uh, the third thing is that of all the money you take in, you've got to save some, either you know, for something great down the road you want to do, buy a car, whatever that may be, or for a rainy day. Uh, the the uh, next thing I always talk about is that credit 
and how do you use credit? And, you know, the, the survey of the age group that we talked about is, is pretty young, but as kids become teenagers, we need to teach them that credit is a tool. Uh, it's not good or bad. Uh, okay. I always use the example, it's like, a, it's like a, uh, a hammer. A hammer is a tool. If you use it properly, it's great. If you hit your thumb, it's not so good. So we need to teach kids that credit is a tool that, you know, can use to their advantage. And then the last thing we always talk about is, uh, you know, managing risk. And that's a more advanced topic, but the whole idea of insurance. And so I would say, though, to parents listening tonight, if they could just get across to kids the idea of budgeting and that you can't spend more than you earn, we'd be light years ahead of where we are today. And I think, Jack, to the points you made, which were all awesome, I think one way, and you tell me, that would help is not to allow kids just to spend limitless. And I think that's what you see so much today for some families. They go into the store, the kid wants this toy, that toy, this toy, and then they end up getting all of that. And often I'm just observing there's never a conversation about money or even if some of that is coming from an allowance or budget, right? Oh, that's absolutely true. And, you know, in our survey we – see that a great number of young people do have um, allowances that they earn money through. But 41% of these kids said that nobody's ever taught them how to spend money. And uh, by that, we mean spending in a very responsible way, as you indicated. Great point. And I will say, I know you brought up credit. You say it's neither good or bad. It's used as a tool. One of the things I think is difficult is trying to explain to a child, especially with that age frame of 7 to 10, how credit operates. Because often they want to look at something tangible, and here's that card. It seems like mom or dad are always just spending using the card. Uh, exactly. And, and that's why, you know, parents need to talk to their kids early and often about money, and I know it's hard to do, and even in my own household it's difficult, but, you know, you you don't just show kids when you spend money in the store. You need to bring them around when you're paying your bills so that they understand that that plastic card you slid in that machine, there's a time that comes up and you got to pay it. Great information there. Tell us, Jack, where can we go for more information about everything you spoke about tonight? Well, that's great. For uh, parents working with their young people, uh, the Jackson Charitable Foundation uh, has an initiative called Cha-Ching, pretty appropriate for money, Cha-Ching Money Smart Kids. And uh, they can get that online through, it's one word, jacksoncharitablefoundation.org. And uh, they've actually, for this age group of kids, have done a marvelous job of creating these cartoon characters that walk the students through uh, various uses of money and managing money. So that's one great area. I like that. The next one uh, would be at ja.org uh, on our website, Junior Achievement. There, we have a parents section that helps okay. explain to them how they should be talking to their kids. And we even give them examples to use and activities they can do with their kids to make it much easier. I love that. Great information for everyone. And ultimately, before you leave us, tell our national and international audience a little bit about your organization, if they don't know, if they're living in San Jose. Well, Shane, I appreciate the opportunity to do that. Junior Achievement is the world's oldest economic education organization. We focus all of our efforts on kindergarten through 12th grade students, and most of our programs take place in the school. But in addition to having the professional educator in a classroom, 
we have nearly a quarter of a million volunteers that go into the schools uh, just in the United States to work with kids uh, on financial literacy concepts, teaching them about uh, entrepreneurship and how to start their own business, and then about workforce readiness skills so that when they eventually graduate from school that they will have those 21st century skills that they're going to need to be successful. So we reach 4.8 million students in the United States and over 10.5 million globally in over 110 countries. Wow, you all are doing some great work. Continue. Thank you for trying to educate all of us on financial literacy. It's so important for our future. Thanks for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio, Jack. My pleasure. Thank you. Hi, my name is Kezia Alford. For more information on my music, please go to keziaalford.com. That's K-E-Z-I-A-A-L-F-O-R-D.com. Or find it online at any digital outlet. I pray that my music blesses your soul. And you are currently listening to Let's Talk America with Jane Thornton. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those important topics that concern you. And, hey, you know Mother's Day is knocking. And when it comes to that special day, you want to find the perfect gift that matches the personality of that leading lady in your life, mom or stepmom. And what works for the classic or modern mom or the mom that's somewhere in between, well, whether it's your own natural mother or stepmom, a grandmother or godmother or someone that's simply like a mom, flowers are always an ideal gift to show mom how much you really care, right? And this year, the majority of Americans say they are buying flowers for mom. But did you ever consider some flowers that match better with different mom models in your life? Now, that's an interesting topic. Joining us for a little flower one-on-one is Lee Floor, designer for FTC. Many of us know that name. The one and only Andrea Onsel. Andrea, welcome to the program. Hi. Thanks for having me. Ah, uh, what an honor for you to be on with us tonight. Now, you have to help us out. When we're shopping for a mom or that mom-like figure in our life, uh, what should we be thinking about? You know, you want to make sure that um, you want to make your gift personal. You want to think about who the recipient is, who that special mom is in your life. And, you know, moms deserve the best. So we want to make sure we really capture that this year for Mother's Day. Um, and, you know, I, I think one of the great things to, to think about is just how special these, these women are in your life and these moms. Um, and make your gift thoughtful. I mean, think about colors that she might like, uh, styles okay. that she might like, like just the kind of mom that she is to you. Now, of course, you know more about uh, flowers than most of us would know. Are there certain flowers that can match a certain personality? Maybe if it's a spunky mom, maybe if it's a more calming and relaxing mom. Are there flowers in your world that matches up to that? Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, the modern mom. I mean, this is the mom who loves bold and bright. I mean, those are really trending colors this year uh, for spring. So I would go for something that has really bright colors. Like we have this gorgeous, you know, spring skies bouquet that has, you know, an aqua base and just really bright pops of pinks and purples. Um, I think that's perfect for a modern mom. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, modern mom, modern has no age. I mean, it can be my hip sister-in-law. It could be my, you know, vivacious uh, great aunt. The possibilities wow. are endless. 
And I love that you're saying there's certain colors out this season. Now, okay, I, every yeah. mom or, or many of the people I know, both genders, love to see some great and beautiful flowers. You've got to help us on this, though. This is a little more challenging for us. How do we keep those Mother Day flowers fresh as long as possible? Because you know we've all had flowers given to us. The first day, they're vivid, they're awesome. The next day, not so much. Yeah, so important tips, how to keep your flowers alive and looking gorgeous. You want to make sure that after you receive your flowers, about two days after that, you uh, change out the water, put fresh water in. Okay. You want to use lukewarm water so, um, you know, your stems get a nice, I would give them a fresh cut, cut about half an inch off the bottom. Always cut at an angle so they're not resting at the bottom of the base. Um, keep them, also remember to keep your flowers away from heat and um, light sunlight because that's just going to, you know, shorten the lifespan of your flowers because it's just too hot. So a cooler temperature is better. But, you I know, see. really I was, you know, I was telling you about, like, the modern mom. We have so many different types of moms, and I'd like to just share a few more, you know, tips yeah. on what to look for for other types of moms. Okay. So, I mean, we have a very cheery mom. I mean, this is the, I would love to go with something that, a design that has sunflowers in it. Just because oh, wow. it's a very, you, know, you think about the kind of mom who always, you know, she makes you feel really special. She puts you in front of her. You know, she goes out of her way. She's always got a great big smile. So for her, I would go with sunflowers. Oh, um, nice. So we have a sweetness, a sunflower sweetness bouquet, which I think is perfect for that. Uh, we also have for all the moms in your life. Um, so it could be like your best friend who's practically a mom to your own children. I would oh, wow. go with something for her that's, um, has purple in it. I mean, women naturally gravitate to the color purple. So I think that's the perfect pick for her. Um, purple is always fashionable. I mean, women just, as I said before, naturally gravitate towards it. Then wow. we also have, um, you know, these are all broken out, whether they're in colors and they're in styles. So if we have an elegant and outspoken mom, I'd go with something that was had softer colors, a um, little bit more of a delicate balance there. Uh, you could certainly use um, lots of uh, peach roses. Those will add a lot of warmth, and they also symbolize modesty. So I think that's perfect for, a, you know, with our touch of spring bouquet. We also wow. have our, so let's also talk about our uh, traditional mom, our mom who yes. loves to sit down to dinner every night and kind of talk about how your day was so special. She's really into customs and traditions. Um, yes. And her, I would certainly put something in there that was like hot pinks and yellows, like our happy spring bouquet, just because I think it's just really bright and sunny, just like a really traditional and happy mom. Oh, wow. So there's certain versatility there that you all are offering for this Mother's Day. I have to ask this before we leave. I know we talked about flowers and getting those fresh bouquets for Mother's Day, but for those who love plants or maybe their moms are gardeners, right, are there some great plant ideas where we can have the whole plant and maybe even plant them in the backyard or the front yard? Yeah, we have all kinds of plants available, um, anything from mixed boxes that have a variety of different plants in them to, like, blooming gardenias or bougainvilleas. If you have someone who's a little bit more modern, maybe you want to send them an orchid plant. I, I mean, the possibilities are endless there. Wow. And for information, I guess, for more information, but for information about if they have the plant and they're trying to figure out some best ways to get them in the garden to grow, I'm sure you all offer some of those tips advice as well? We do. You can find some tips um, on our site at ftd.com um, where, where you could find uh, tips on, on plants uh, and how to keep them alive. Uh, but also just keep in mind that, you know, 
all the flower arrangements. We also, you know, give you some information on the site as to what um, certain flowers mean. So, yeah. a wealth of information. <laughs> I love that, and you all are keeping us happy for this awesome Mother's Day. Give us uh, one more time, our national and international listeners, the website to go to for all the great options you all are offering for Mother's Day and into Father's Day, and we've got a lot to celebrate this summer, right, Andrea? Yes, absolutely. So if you want to go to ftd.com where you can find, you know, any of the bouquets that we just talked about, they're all handcrafted and hand-delivered by your local FTD florist and delivered with a smile. And just keep in mind, we guarantee fresh and beautiful arrangements. So if for some reason you're not satisfied, um, we will make it right. Oh, well, great information. I will say this, Andrea, I know you would echo this. Although Mother's Day is this upcoming Sunday, there is no reason not to give the leading lady in your life flowers year-round, right? Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> flowers are Many such a great gift. They will bring a smile to anyone's face, and certainly That's for Mother's right. Day. They will, and it's fresh, fresh, and we love them. Thank you for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you for having me. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Well, everyone, that's a wrap for tonight's segment. Thank you for sticking with us as we continue to present fair and balanced news talk for every single member of your household. Well, Let's Talk America with Hope Sheena Thornton Radio Show will be back on next Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, okay? Same time, same place. If you missed part of this show or you simply want to listen to it at your convenience, remember, check out our replay podcast episodes at your convenience. LTARadio.com for more information. Check out the website. Well, we love timely news, great talk, and phenomenal music. And tonight, I'm so excited and honored to present once again the amazing music of Atlanta-based gospel vocalist Vassell Belcher. The name of this track is I'll Stand. I'll Stand by Vassell Belcher. Have a great week. Make it productive. If you have any feedback for the show, please reach out to us, okay? Visit LTARadio.com for information on how to connect with us. All right, everyone, we shall talk soon. And please continue to tell a family, friend, or a colleague, or even a neighbor about LTA Radio. Remember, we deliver news, talk, and music. Let's Talk America with host Shane the Thornton Radio Show with an entity of Padgett and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2017. For more information, please visit www.ltaradio.com.
crazy And I don't know which way to go I'm still But you know what? There are days when uh, I want to give up I want to throw in the towel 